Talk with Mr. B. Hello, hello, and welcome. This is Mr. B on Free Talk with Mr. B. Our guest today had a revelation. I mean, you can travel through your life, you can run into many things, but let's listen in to this episode because this is Free Talk. She will bring us where she wants us to go. This is Free Talk. Free Talk with Mr. B. Hello. Good afternoon. Hello. Good evening. Grace. Welcome. Good afternoon, sir. Oh, welcome to Free Talk. So nice to have you on. Same here. Oh, it's a pleasure, pleasure. I know, as I told you before, it's a platform for where everyone can tell their story and feel free. That's why we call it Free Talk with Mr. B. And people are more than glad to call in and talk to Mr. B. Where are you located right now in the city? I'm Lagos, Nigeria. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm not hearing all the cars and the horns, so it's really quiet over there. So tell me. It is actually. Oh, good, good, good. Tell me a little bit about you. Tell your audience what you want people to know about you, Grace. Um, my name is Grace Orioye. Oh, let me say Orioye Idowu Grace. And um, just a beautiful young lady aspiring to be a better person every day. And um, I'm from Nigeria, um, and I'm um, on state in Nigeria, yes. So, okay. Isn't it so in Nigeria I, that, I the, that does the word Idowu means you have a twin? Yes, actually. So Idowu means um, you came after twins. Does he say after or just because you are a twin? No, that's after giving birth to a twin. The next child is usually called um, Idowu, uh, signifying that this one is actually was born or was born after 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 twin. Okay, so you yourself is not you do not have a twin. You just happen to be the the child that is born after a twin. Yes, oh, okay. I'm not a twin, but the ones born before me. A twin. Oh, very interesting. I thought it was the other way around, so I'm glad you cleared that up for me. Maybe your audience even will find it interesting. Very nice. Okay. Tell me more about you. Um, actually, I, I study political science and um, a graduate of political science from one of the prestigious um, universities in Nigeria, Wikita State University. And... Um, I am actually from a family of 12. We're 12 in number, and I am the last child. Oh, very interesting. And you're able to graduate from your university there, so I'm very glad for that. Um, were you able to, like, fulfill your political science job or dreams afterwards? Uh, not really, not yet. You know, the way the Nigeria economy and social and political setting is, you know, you, it's it involves a lot of struggle, a lot of um, 
a lot of patience, a lot of, you know. Yes, I can imagine. So, but I, I, I look forward to um, having career in politics or being um, being involved in politics at some at some point in my life. But right now, I'm just focusing on other things. What kind of things? Um, majorly they are just I been involved in um, some voluntary services like um, helping children. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm diverting all this energy that I feel that I would have put into politics. I'm diverting it into something I think would be more what worthwhile. Um, something you know that you could you could you know tell yourself that you're you're proud of. So I've been into um, I'm into this group called um, Advocate for Child Sexual Abuse. So um, I've been diverting most of my energy into that, um, helping children, teaching children about um, um, sexual abuse, uh, you know, and helping those children who are who are going through such traumas to overcome it and. You know, have a better life afterward. I see. Did you plan on that and getting into that as a as a stepping stone to something, or did you stumble into it? Well, I didn't plan it at first, so I stumbled into it, and then I feel aware. So I discovered that it was good, and you know, I decided to devote my time to it. Oh, very nice. It, it sometimes that's how it turns out when someone stumbles into something and realize wait a minute this is what i wanted to do all along or something like it and so on yes actually i see oh it's very good um any particular like associations uh or organizations associated with uh, any global organizations that participates in it too because this is an example of we can bring things to the table and other listeners and or um, participants on on free talk might come on and even bring up this subject. It's a popular subject right now. Any organizations associated with? Yes, um, it's actually called SOA. There's a. I, I started doing my um, NYSC. Uh, this is a Nigerian Youth Service Corp uh, in Nigeria. So we um, after after graduating upon upon graduation from your from the university, you go for a one year service. So it was during the course of this service that I stumbled on this um, this organization, SOA. So I uh, I want to give you the the full meaning of that now. So I, I, the, it it's actually called SOA. So S O A R S O A R S O A R. So I this that's the organization I'm involved with, and then you know it's it's a it's a, a voluntary thing and. And free, actually. I see. So they want everyone or every child to soar. So they um, probably have an acronym that says soar, meaning uh, what does the S and the O means in it? Um, sexual offenses, sexual sexual offenses. Sorry, let me get that for you again. So I, I am not missing any of the word or. So I am not missing any of it. Oh. So while I look for that, can we move to, um, can we, is there something 
Yeah, sure, another problem because you also mentioned that NYSE is the National Youth Service. And I think I remember when I was there, I saw young people wearing this special outfit. And I asked, How, what is it for? So what, what really is it about? The the, the purpose of it is to bring um, Nigerian Nigerians together, Nigerian um, students together under one umbrella so that um, we'll be able to... Um, the sole purpose of it is, is just to to bring uh, Nigerians together under one umbrella to be able to um, have a different... Uh, I mean, like a different... A different view or a taste of different culture like if you serve in a kitty state you uh, which is the western part of nigeria you could be transferred to the northern part of nigeria to go and serve i mean like if you schooled in the western part of nigeria so you could um you can be transferred to or the northern part of nigeria to to to, to check to see how the old places so you don't you are not you are not you're, you're not myopic about how the places because sometimes if you are not there if you've never been there if you've never seen seen the place you know you just you just you hold on to your own opinion of or what you hear or a hearsay kind of opinion regarding the place so this helps us to um relate together as one nigerians you get to meet different people you get to meet different people from different places from different different um parts of Nigeria and then you get to talk you get to um, see other people culture because right in Nigeria we have different cultures see we have, we have different cultures we speak different language even though we are different languages even though we are in Nigeria so you get to learn other languages you, you get to you get to participate in other people's culture and so I think that the essence of that, that is just to explore to explore and and grab opportunities as as it comes your way actually okay but the way it everyone dressed it seems like it was a, a uniform like a government uniform um yes it's a government uniform okay so that would mean it's a government sponsored program yes it's actually a government sponsored okay. program okay was it voluntary or mandatory uh did i say it's voluntary now Yes, it's, it's mandatory to some to some extent, and then it is voluntary. You don't you don't you you can decide to do it, and you can decide not to do it. But actually, in uh, you can decide to. But if you if you are if you are above the age, the, I think the limit age is thirty. So, but if you are above the age, you can be excused from seven. You know, based on your age. But if you're still within the age limit, I think you have to do it. I think it is mandatory for you to do it. Okay. And it's like part of the university curriculum or post-curriculum or something of all the universities? And yes, post-curriculum. Okay. That's why I call it youth service. And okay. So, um, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to give you, um, sexual offenses, awareness and response initiative. So, uh, that's actually. The meaning of SOA. Okay. The sexual offenses awareness and rehabilitation. I see. Sexual offenses awareness and rehabilitation. Oh, that's, and you know, it seems like a subject all onto itself. 
um, it would be nice if you come and um, tell us more about it. I think people around the world would like to know about this one, and it's, it's worth giving us this, giving it its own um, episode in the podcast just to talk about that only. So that's nice. Let's let's write that down, and maybe we'll um, explore and find out uh, more about that because I think it'll be an interest globally. Um, Okay. Getting back to the to the youth service and uh, our, I guess myself and our listeners are trying to understand. Uh, so we, it's a government program. We think it's uh, more so mandatory when you're at a certain youthful age, and after a certain age, is yeah. more voluntary. And you also said it kind of exposes the the youths to the country and other aspects of the country and work. Um, what yes, what kind yes. of categories do do the youths do what kind of category does do they go into in order to provide or, or to fulfill this service i mean what is it like what is it just like? what is it like like um can you can you come again i, I, mean, I, I like, didn't get for example that question. um in the u.s some service when people volunteer they go into the military and they have certain behaviors training and exercises they have to go through in Nigeria, if someone went into this, do they go straight to a, a part of the country, into a business office, or do they go to a camp? What is it like? Okay, so um, what I understood by that, or what I understand by that is, it's actually just, um, according to the government curriculum, the, like the, the plan they have regarding the, um, the, the program is just to prepare you for the life ahead so there are some of the taxes we are involving some exercises some trainings we have to undergo um some some of them are quite rigorous very tense and some involve a military training so the essence the essence of everything is that the world out there is rough is tough is um is challenging it's, it's difficult you know you're just coming out of the university and then you're just going into the into the marketplace and then you know but the whole training is just to um, to make you to prepare you for the for the hustle ahead for the for the experiences ahead yeah. that's not necessarily means that it will prepare you to go into any governmental position or no 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 or military but sometimes position you could be fortunate no, no, no. Okay. You don't get to, to enter into any military position. I but see. sometimes when you see the the um, rigorous training, the military training, and how the, the old thing is, you can military scheme, you know? You could, for you to be trained to be one of the, what is it called now? Like a cadet in the military? Yes, yes. Okay. So you could you have to decide to go to that school separately. I see. So if, if it was that rigorous, what was one of the most rigorous things that you thought you had to do? Oh, there's a lot of discipline. So so um some of the you know, uh one of the things is you have to wake up as early as possible join a, a very early morning exercise routine and you know going to bed late every night and you have to be you have to be 
up and doing and then you know because we because actually sometimes we have about four thousand coppers in a location copper, you know because it's, it's group based on yes yes that's the <laughs> that's sorry that's what that's what we uh, categorize this um each of the i mean like the body of the i mean oh, okay that's why you call it a youth copper <laughs> Uh, youth copper. Yes, okay. youth copper. Yes, okay. it's just yeah. yes. So um, we could be about four thousand copper in in a location. There are different locations. They, they put us in different locations in different states. Uh-huh. So then you have to struggle to get the water to bathe or to get to the bathroom on time, so that you can you can bathe. You know, it's it's a struggle if you don't. If you don't do the things you are supposed to do, one of the things I know I, I, I learned in during this um, this period is that if you don't do the things that you are supposed to do at the time that you are supposed to do it, you have to leave the things that you were you are you have to do later in order for you to do it. So okay. I don't know if you understand. Yeah, it sounds like and a so, um, sounds like a life lesson, <laughs> a life lesson saying that if you don't do the things that you were able to do or supposed to do when you were supposed to do it, you might have to do it later. So it's a form of being on time as compared to procrastinating or putting things off. But you still end up going to yes, have to actually. do it maybe even a harder way. That's a good life lesson. Yes, and they had a tougher way, actually. <laughs> right, right. So, so when, you, when you finish this um, youth service, this youth copper service what was one of the first jobs you did and 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 how did you realize that life was rough and that being in that service helped you to deal with it what were some of the first jobs you did okay so um one of the one of the thing involved in this training is that you have to be in a particular location for three weeks so do this during these three weeks you have to be um you have to uh, do all of this military training for those three weeks. So those three weeks prepare you for what the plans they have for you ahead. Then they they send you to another location for another one year. I think like that's like 12 months now, 11 months, thereabout. So they sent you to another location for 11 months. So you have to stay in that location for another 11 months. So. In that location, you have to you you have to dress as though that you are going to work, or you could be teaching. They could post you to schools, to schools to teach the secondary school. For me, I was posted to a religious organization, and I am so thankful that I went to that organization. So I went to this um, it's actually Peace House, uh, Peace House organization. It's a religious organization, so I went to that. Um, to that organization to serve there, to serve the government in the capacity that the company is going to give to me to serve. So I went to Peace House to serve. So while I was serving there, I I had different encounter. I had an encounter with God, I had an encounter with myself, you know? Okay. I had to know myself, see myself, and I had an encounter with God, which is supreme, which is, um, which is which is like very vital, very 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 important. So I'm seeing the pattern so here. Right, you went to university, you went into the youth service. They assigned you somewhere um, that you were able to work with um, with Peace House, 
and during that time you were discovering yourself and you had that uh, confidential encounter with, with your godship your spiritual side came out yes i see i see yes I see. Well, that's that that in itself is something and it really stands for something it's like a life-changing event it is life-changing events <laughs> <laughs> it is life transforming it is life transforming yeah. it is it is what every sacrifices i'm still glad that i went and it seems like it was okay, so while the I was results there, were unexpected too yes i yeah. wasn't planning it i didn't i didn't have plan for it i didn't i didn't and at first when when i was posted to um this organization i i just i mean like i wasn't even posted directly to the organization i was posted to a school so um the school uh the school had um enough teachers they were already filled up you know they everywhere is already occupied with coppers and all that so i had to go back to my lodge where i was lodging then we had to look for solution so the government so had to you know look into it the, the government official that were in my location I had to look into it and then so um this organization sent a letter that they that they have a need for a copper yes they sent them um, the sent letter and then i was among those people posted to that place on oh, request and that was a peace house place yes okay okay very interesting hey look grace what we'll do is take a break and come right back to you with free talk with Mr. B. Thanks for listening to Free Talk with Mr. B. Please remember to subscribe and turn on notifications so you don't miss the next episode.